The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. Thanks for tuning in each and every week to hear about the amazing programs that our kids are involved with in our schools across Long Island. And this week in our spotlight, we'd like to welcome for the first time the Plainview Old Bethpage School District. And we're going to talk about a unique program that they have started up for career pathways for their students. And in today's day and age, one of the pathways that they're promoting is something that is going to be very much in need in the immediate future. So first, before we get into that, I'd like to welcome the Assistant Superintendent for Curriculum and Instruction over at Plainview Old Beth Page, Mr. Jim Bolin. Jim, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And before we get started, tell folks a little bit about Plainview Old Beth Page. I know you're right over there, just west of the Suffolk County border, next to Beth Page. And, you know, you kind of like not really central Long Island, but, you know, between the two counties, if you will. Give us yeah. a little background about Plainview Old Beth Page and how many students and the type of district you guys are in. Sure. Thanks so much, Bob, for having us on this morning. Appreciate it. Um, so Plainview Old Beth Page School District, like you said, is uh, central Long Island, um, right in between uh, the uh, Nassau Suffolk, uh, right along the uh, border, uh, primarily, uh, you know, located in Nassau County, but we do... Um, uh, I would say, um, have some reach out into Suffolk as well with um, our our teachers that live out that way as well. Um, we're a district of about 5,000 students. Um, have a unique um, scenario in our district where we have a four elementary schools, two middle schools that run five through eight, and our high school, a 912 building. Um, we're here today really to talk a little bit about uh, our, our CT pathway program that we uh, have put together for our students, really looking at um, different pathways that we could have for students that might not be on the uh, vocational tech side uh, and for students that are, you know, career and also college bound to try some of these pathways. Uh, and it's a program that we've been working on to build out uh, pathways over multiple years. Uh, folks that we've assembled this morning to talk to you can really give a little bit of background on that uh, to talk about what we built out in the past and our latest one, which is our um, um uh, early education program. Yeah, and early education. And listen, for folks that don't know, career tech ed is a far cry from what we grew up, you know, us older folks grew up. And it's it's no longer just automotive and cosmetology, whatever. It's really expanded and become very high tech for the high tech needs and, and, and covering all sorts of careers. And this one in particular, early childhood education, we're talking about future teachers. And it is well documented that there is a impending teacher shortage uh, in this country. Certain parts of this country are already experiencing it uh the northeast it will be it's not exactly here yet on long island but in certain positions it is certainly uh depending on the discipline of the teacher and to have an early childhood education career path in a high school program setting to plant the seed i think is critically important so to build more and tell us more about the program there plain view old beth page for this the director of guidance Lori lynn and Lori. You know, pathways and career 
alternatives for graduation. That That is the latest buzz and catchphrase nowadays, right? Because not everybody goes on to higher education. And, they, and we know there's some very good careers beyond that. But teacher shortage is still going to be going on to higher education. Uh, and to plant that seed and actually lay the groundwork for students is critically important. How did this idea come about at Plainview Old Bet Page that this is one of the program offerings we should be looking at? Yeah, again, thank you for uh, having us. You know, this is one of our um, things that we've talked about over the years where uh, the state has given us um, uh, students really the latitude of uh, taking a multitude of different pathways towards graduation. And so the conversation is, you know, how can we best uh, meet the needs of all of the different interests that our students have, um, recognizing that not all students follow the, that same path. Uh, we do have students who um, have uh, traditionally gone off to some of the VOCES programs for the uh, more kind of typical, uh, you know, vocational um, preparation. Um, but, you know, how exciting uh, for the opportunity for us to sort of be homegrown in all of this, recognizing the need, recognizing the level of interest that students have. And uh, we have we have the the labs, right? We have young children who are being educated here. So what better place uh, than our own schools uh, to give students an opportunity to kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, test out the water, so to speak. Um, yeah, because everybody thinks they want to be a teacher until, you know, sometimes you get into and seeing what's involved and and the discipline it takes. I mean, it's <laughs> the pros make it look easy, as they always say. Uh, so talk to us about the program offerings and, and how you wind up attracting the kids. You know, what what are the students uh, telling you on the way in that spurred you guys to set up this as a pathway? Yeah, I don't know if uh, Gina and Scott want to jump in, but, you know, our our um, students are uh, really lucky to have, you know, we have uh, such a, uh, a well thought out uh, business program with a variety of courses. And I think the relationships uh, that our teachers have had with our students and kind of getting to know what their interests are um, sort of sparked that interest in us being able to meet those needs so i'll i'll have yeah. gina yeah so so gina is a business teacher and one of the cte coordinators for plainview old beth page and i start off with you gina because my mother always taught me ladies first and uh, she yeah. listens on saturdays and i don't want to get that call on sunday morning uh, <laughs> yeah so welcome to spotlight on long island school so tell us about this program and, and how you guys manage it over there at plainview old beth page okay. Um, we had actually started two CTE programs of study in 2020, 2021. They were business management and entrepreneurship and business law. And Scott and I um, also are the work-based learning internship coordinators for the district. And what we were noticing were, was that a lot of students were saying to us, we're interested in education, we're interested in becoming teachers, but we want to get some internships in doing that. So we would look for places like nursery schools or day centers that you know, students could go after school and could start you know, getting some exposure. But then we realized we could actually create a, a New York State CTE program 
program of study within our school in order to give them the foundation that then they can build on in that internship. So we looked into what courses we currently had in the district, and we did have a significant amount of courses that we could use to compose that um, program of study. The one thing we were lacking at the time was a college early childhood education program um, class, actually. And we worked with our facts, our family and consumer science department to, to create a college early childhood education course that would then be incorporated into that program of study. And we have an affiliation with LIU Post, and that's where we get accreditation from. So we put together using classes that we currently have, which are like career and financial management, which is required by New York State in every CTE program of study. And we have a child development course, we have a human development course, and we also have a food, nutrition, and wellness, um, like throughout the lifespan course. So we included those. And the biggest component that we wanted to make sure, and our superintendent, um, Dr. O'Mara, has been very supportive of and encouraging of is to make sure that they have a very significant internship experience in all of the programs of study. So we made sure that that was put into this program of study. And then we went through the application process with New York State. And with the application process with the state, you're you're seeking accreditation. So this way, it's in alignment with their standards. But more importantly, too, getting back to your affiliation with LIU, kids in high school are earning college credits at a significantly reduced rate as well, correct? They are. That is correct. And New York State, you put in an application to then have students receive an endorsement on their diploma. That is a CTE endorsement. Um, endorsement from New York State. And it is, it's something that they can carry with them that they can not only say, okay, I'm going to consider this in college to be, um, to go into teaching, but also when they go to interview, maybe they want to work in a nursery school, maybe they want to work in a local daycare. And they can say, well, you know, in high school, I actually had a focus and my focus was in early childhood education. And I received an endorsement on my diploma showing that I had that focus. Okay. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about those strong internships and partnerships that have been established at Plainview Old Beth Page, and we're going to be talking with a couple of the educators fr from this school district to talk more about this program, and we'll find out how many students are currently participating, where they see programs going in the future to meet the future demands for the workforce development that is critically needed on Long Island. And teachers are a critical need. Nurses are a critical need. We have a whole new industry coming to Long Island called offshore wind. And who knows what other job opportunities are down the road. You're listening to the Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. That's your place to suggest a program, club, or activity that your kids are involved in. And your school district could be just like Plainview at Beth Page and be right here in our spotlight. And we could all be learning about some unique programming that is happening right here in our own backyard that we may not be aware of. We'll come back after the break and continue our conversation with the folks from Plainview Old Beth Page School District right after this. Yeah. 
And we'd like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. Again, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Spotlight on Long Island Schools brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association. Serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. Bob Vecchio continuing our conversation with the folks from the Plainview Old Bethpage School District. And we're talking about their CTE programs. And, well, the one that we were focusing on in particular, you might not think of as CTE. You know, most folks right away will go to what they grew up in. But CTE is very, very different in our schools and in our BOCES programs throughout Long Island. And ironically enough, February is CTE month, so totally appropriate that we're talking about it here today. And we want to introduce uh, Maria, who is also uh, the chairperson for the social studies and business departments there at Plainview Old Beth Page. And Maria, before the break, Gina was talking about the internship opportunities uh, that you guys afford with this program, because that's so critically important to really, that's how you really get the hands-on meat and potatoes as to what you're doing. Talk to us about how you have developed that both in, internally and externally as well. Yeah, happy to do that. One of the, you know, a major tenant, Bob, of, of the, the business program is, of course, the CTE piece, but also the fact that in our internship experiences, career exploration is unbelievably attended to. So our goal is to really provide students an, umber- an opportunity, a real comprehensive internship experience that helps them to unpack unpack all of the layers of a career because our goal is for them to make the most possible informed choice for themselves. So when we sat down to create the early childhood internship, as you said earlier, we wanted to make sure that the pros just didn't make it look good. We wanted to really have students understand the science of teaching and learning and what the critical components of that is. So Toward that end, we enlisted the the help of our literacy coordinator, K-6, reading specialists. And what we set out to do was, as as Dr. Boland, as Jim said before, really create a very authentic experience for them. So we're sitting down to engage in reading instruction. We talk to them about various different reading programs. We expose them a little to the tenants of our teacher's college program. We um, selected resources for students and explained to them in a, in a variety of professional developments why we selected those resources, what, what made them valuable and important for students. And then we exposed them to um, PDs on effective lesson design and the tenants of an effective you know, lesson design and the execution of it. Um, when we set out to determine what we what grade levels we would work with, we ended up with working with one of our second grades at one of our elementaries, and we walked them through the, the process of that decision, which was teaching them how to analyze data from the NWEA, which told us that there was a grade level struggling with, with various deficits in literacy skills and how we could set goals to close those those gaps. So we walk them through every informed decision that an educator makes and and expose them to the knowledge base surrounding all of those elements. And then the process began, which was wonderful. Um, It was great for kids. They went into elementary schools they might have been students in they saw their their previous teachers, they built relationships with students. And as we said before, 
they really returned to that, you know, beautiful relationship between a teacher and a student when they're learning to read together. And for the younger students, it's the big kids from the high school coming down to help them out. You know, they look up to them automatically. And it, and it's like, you know, your parent can tell you one thing. But if somebody else a little closer to age tells you another, it could be the same exact thing that they're telling you, but it's Absolutely. received entirely differently. What a win-win and what a way to address some of, like you said, some of the deficits that might have been incorporated into the learning opportunities that were lost because of the pandemic or some folks thrived or didn't thrive yes. in a different learning environment. So very, very smart. And giving these kids the real life skills that teachers deal with every day. Uh, speaking of teachers, here's another business teacher and CTE coordinator for Plainview Old Beth Page School District, Scott Lieberman. Scott, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. Talk to us about some of the external partnerships that you have made to make this program successful, because the one thing I've learned over the years, any good CTE program or any good business department branches out beyond the school walls and make sure that they have advisory councils so that they know what the business community is looking for, what the needs are that need to be met. So in this case, you're probably branching out, like we said earlier, to some of these early childhood providers. Talk to us about the external partnerships you have gathered. So um, the external partnerships um, is actually a really um, huge part of the program. You're 100% correct. And the way um, Gina and I do that is we attend local um, Chamber of Commerce meetings. So we've gone to the Plainview Chamber of Commerce as well as the Melville, Melville Chamber of Commerce. And we have met a ton of business professionals. And we've been very fortunate to set up external workplace learning experiences for our students. Um, we do have a few external placements for our early childhood education students. However, I think one of the big highlights for this program for us was being able to host it in-house. Um, it, it really was rewarding for the, for the younger students, um, for the um, high school students. And, and like you said, the, the children's eyes lit up as these high school students walked down the hallways. Um, and, and it really was remarkable. Um, and, and the other thing is we were really able to control um, the rigorous program, you know, the intensity of the instruction and the importance um, of aligning, aligning this to um, real workplace experiences, industry standards. Um, so yes, the external partnership was very important. We have a great community that supports our programs. And like I said, through the chambers, we were able to to work with some very professional, you know, very intense professional places. But for the early childhood education, I think um, our best partnership was with our elementary schools internally. <laughs> yeah, and and I have to figure the feedback from your students, the high school students and their families. Uh, talk to us about some of the feedback you've gotten from some of the folks that have participated in this so far? Oh, um, we have, um, and I didn't realize this, I didn't put two and two together, but there's one mother who actually works in the building where we were doing the elementary reading program. And, um, you know, she said to me, Mr. Lieberman, you might not remember me, but my son's in your computer class. I just want to tell you the teachers in our building and the children are always so excited for Tuesdays and Thursdays when they come to do the guided reading program. And her face lit up and she was talking about 
It makes me proud to be a parent in the district. I wish my son was interested in education. Um, and, and it really was a wonderful conversation. Um, it, like I said, it, talking about it to other students, um, it, it really is rewarding. It, it, it's one of those moments that we all you know, wish we had every year and with every program we put together. But this really is a, an, an excellent way to you know, bridge the gap between education and the professional workplace. Listen, early childhood education and early childhood education providers are growing in need and demand. And as the rigors increase for the demand for our students, so will these providers. Dr. Boland, in the last couple of minutes that we have left here, uh, talk to us about, you know, Plainview Old Bethpage is, is, is a district that is high performing to begin with. So this is an, an extra level, if you will, of uh, rigor for students to kind of separate themselves if higher education and early childhood education is what they want to do. What's next uh, with your CTE program and where do you see this growing? Because this is relatively new. What are some of the initial outcomes that you see and where do you think it's going to be heading it down in the future? Yeah, thank you so much. That's a great question. Uh, you know, we run three uh, pathways right now with the early childhood education. We also run two uh, in the business department, uh, business management and entrepreneurship and business law. Uh, again, like you said earlier, they're not your traditional vocational pathways uh, for students. And um, while we find vocational pathways a positive for our students, uh, a lot of our students are moving on into uh, post-secondary work at college, uh, and they're going to be um, interested in different fields. And so these pathways really give students that ability to, to test out and get a flavor for those fields. So with those two business uh, pathways, plus the early childhood education, we're looking at adding in a video production pathway uh, and also an engineering pathway. Uh, and again, not not uh, typical for uh, vocational, but still a video production with all the work that goes into that. We have a, a radio station as well with a television studio in the building um, and some work in our, our technology departments can be able to build out that pathway. We also have a college engineering course right now, along with our technology and engineering de uh, design and production courses. So those two are, are pathways that we'll be working on. That's awesome news. And next time we have Plainview Old Beth Page back, maybe we could have the radio station kids come in and interview me or or bring in some of the video production kids or whatever. I, I don't know. I'd be a little afraid if your radio kids interview me, then I don't sound suddenly so smart. But anyway, we want to thank the folks from the Plainview Old Beth Page School District. We look forward to having them back and we wish them well. And if you want to find out more information, contact the high school administration or the district office administration about the career pathways they do have. You've been listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Thanks for tuning in each and every week to hear about the amazing things that our kids are accomplishing in our schools across Long Island. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.